This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello there, Laurie and Julia. Show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Tomorrow we're going to have an absolutely perfect evening for the Cat Video Festival. Uh, you can walk up, buy your tickets, and join us for the event at CHS Field. And if you've never been to CHS Field, I remember the first time I walked in that place, I was like, wow, this is a minor league baseball team and they have a really nice so stadium. beautiful. I loved watching my boy play baseball there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could sit so close to him. He was yeah. played in the field. Oh, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's loved nice. it. Can I just say, yeah. uh, I was sitting here as riveted as you guys were listening oh. to Tom O'Neill talking about uh, the, the Manson case. Wow. I'm, I'm Everything we think is fact, yeah. as a result of the book Helter Skelter, yeah. a lot of it is fiction. Mm. And he gets... I mean, it's Bugliosi's own handwriting that some of the mm-hmm. the stuff that he comes forward he he doesn't even want to tell people how many actual people he's interviewed. No, because the number is as high as the number of people who turned him down. Yeah, oh and and how oh. many yeah. pe- you know Whoa. he lost his first publisher. He was five hundred thousand dollars in debt. The the Bugliosi family's threatened to sue him, sue him, sue him, and so well, did no Vincent Bugliosi. Yeah. He he sat down with Manson this I know. time on you. He sat down with Vincent. They both would tape record each other because mm-hmm. you know he was uh, he, Bugliosi was the prosecuting yes. the district attorney, right? You know, so they would tape each other, right? They and Tom vote. O'Neill talked to Manson as well. Yes, yeah, talked to Deborah Tate, Sharon yeah. Tate's dad. I mean. He had as many people talk to him as wouldn't talk to him. Yeah. But the music industry and the Hollywood people all clamped down. And a lot of it had to do with Manson supplied the girls mm. who were at the orgies. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Yeah. At these That's parties. Incredible. It's incredible. And Terry yeah. Melcher had one in his party group was called the Golden Penetrators. Oh. And he would have parties <laughs> at his mom, Doris house. Oh, hmm I mean. Wow. This book is scandalous. It is. So it has to. We're not going to do vintage scandal today. This that, that was, was the it. vintage scandal. Yeah, so good, it'll be on the podcast. You know, yeah. it's the yeah. first hour yeah. from three thirty to four. But it's. it's I mean, we know they did it. He's not ever disputing that, oh, no, but he no. does take a look at why was Manson kept getting arrested and then being released and yeah. getting arrested and being released and. Right. And everyone in Hollywood immediately suspected Manson. That's how many social circles he had crossed into mm-hmm. in Hollywood and music because he was, he would get nutty because of there was a lot of tripping. Oh, yeah. It was the times. Yeah, it was yeah. the times indeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's why I never did LSD. I read oh. I read Helter Skelter in seventh grade, and oh I was that was the thing that I was like, I am never doing that because that's such a big part of that book. Mm-hmm. All the acid, 
It yeah. is. I've not. Well, I never it read is. the book. And okay. also in the sixties, they were like experimenting with it mm-hmm. for for different mental different mental health things, mind control. They mm-hmm. were, it was a new thing. I mean, They're remember Carrie with Gr- it again? Yeah, Cary Grant talked about how oh, it yeah. helped his depression yeah. for quite some time. It wasn't even illegal, right? You could you could take the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Wild. all right, we better get to Jeopardy. Down all right, before okay. Run out of time. Oh, for something completely different. Yeah. yeah, let's do some pop culture Jeopardy. It doesn't have anything to do with 1969, but it does have to do with movies. Okay. okay? So I'm just going to give you a a, a, mo- a year and a movie description, and you just tell me the name of the movie. All okay. right. Okay. So pretty straightforward here. All right, here we go. 1993 movie about a weatherman living the same day over and over Run again. The Truman Show. Groundhog Day. No, it's Groundhog Day. Oh, Julie yeah. got that one with uh, Bill Murray, Groundhog Day, and Andy McDowell. Very good. All right. 1999 movie by Quentin Tarantino, Jackie... Kill Bill. No, Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Jackie Brown. That was a tie. That was a tie. Yep. All right. 1991 action movie by James Cameron, Terminator 2, Blank Day. Fill Deliverance the- Day. Nope. Terminator 2. You got to fill in the Training blank. day. Nope. Terminator 2. Uh, Make basic my day. training. No. <laughs> no, I know this one too. Terminator, Terminator 2. Something day. Summer day. No, nope. it's like um, <laughs> winter day. Deliverance day or no. dis- deliverance. Mm, mm, um, nope. Agony day. No. <laughs> What's it rhyme with? What's it rhyme yeah, with? Good well, question, geez, Julia. Be, it's giving it away. Yeah, but well, do it. But it was, it's, it's what a jury renders. A verdict. No. Guilty. No, guilty no, day. Okay. No. Uh, um, a verdict. In, in, in guilty, a, not guilty. No. No. No, uh, it's a um, judgment. Judgment day. Judgment day. Judgment day. Yeah, there you go. Turn it into judgment can... day. Jeez. I knew that one, too. All right. 1997 crime movie with Al Pacino and Johnny Depp. Two-word title. Goodfellas. Nope. Nice guy. No. Um, Al Pacino, no, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp. 1997. Oh, Two word oh, title. No. I know. Whoa. And the Not title Edward. is they both start with the same letter, the words in the title. Hofta. Hofta. <laughs> well, Hofta. Is that Hofta. like Hofta. 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 That should be Hofta. No. No, it's Ufa and Hofta <laughs> at the same time. Okay, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, 1997. Yeah. You gotta kick yourself. I know, I know it. it. Yeah, you really are. Um, Such big Johnny Depp fans. I know I'm not, Lori. Lori, wow. Julia, since when are you not a Johnny oh, Depp fan? Since he started making all those terrible okay, movies. Well, this is but this that. is before that, so that yeah. that logic lies lie. It's something about <laughs> WAPs and um, no, 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 don't no. They were that. they were cops. No, they weren't. No, what the hell were they? They were gangsters. As well, far they as were I gangsters. Yeah. Yes. And they were in New York City. I know this movie. Uh, We've seen you, it. You both know this movie. I know. All right. What, it's, Once Upon a Time in America? No, no it's two no. words, and they it's both begin words, with the same two letters. Two words. Both begin with the same letter. Gone I, gossip. Oh, gone. Just boy. tell us, Donnie. Oh, we can't stand it. Donnie Darko. I never would have got never it. Never got Donnie that one. Donnie Darko. Hated that movie hated so it. Didn't much. Didn't even see it. Oh, dear. Jake okay. Gyllenhaal is in that. It's like a cult classic now. Donnie I hate Darko. the name of it. Donnie Darko. But remember, Jake Gyllenhaal was in that. I never saw this. I'm pretty sure he was in Donnie Darko. Okay. 1995 comedy. Jim Carrey plays a crazy detective. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura pet detective. Well, I'll give it to you. It's actually Ace Ventura when nature calls. But you got Ace Ventura, so I'll I'll give you that. We wouldn't have gotten the second movie. Yeah. All right. 1992 thriller. 
Bridget Fonda plays a woman who seeks a, a roommate. single white female. Single white female. Love that yeah. movie. Single white That's female. That's like the last movie we've seen her in. What happened to her? She was know. well. She dated Dwight Yoakam, and then she dated the guy from The Mask. Yes, yeah. um, the I redhead. Don't know what happened to her? I loved him. And that's mm-hmm. Peter's daughter, right? Yes. Bridget Fonda? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Here's your last one. Okay. 1992 movie about a group of men who work in real estate. Oh, I know this one. Come on. Oh, God. A diner? No. No. Real estate. I oh. know. Just hold on. <laughs> real estate. <laughs> yep. I have no idea. Wait. 19... 19- Comedy. 92? It's not a comedy. It's a very no, serious movie. No, I know it movie. is about real estate. Um, Takes place in the office. They all work in real death estate. Death of a Salesman? Nope. Um, nope. Second prize is steak knives. Yeah, okay. It's um, <laughs> Alec Baldwin was yes, in it. Alec yes, Alec Baldwin. I can see. I can t- yes, Alec Baldwin is the boss, the big right. boss. Right. Uh, for sale. <laughs> no, no, I can Again, see it. Both it was corporate. With the it was, same letter. It was corporate real estate. I don't like Danny Darko. I don't either. What is uh, it? Glen Gary Glen. Oh, Ross. I would have never got that one. Neither either. would I. The Glenn play. Gary. I was on the right track with Death of the Sales. We tied Lori yes. two point two, okay, two point five each, yeah. and they got okay. two. Yeah, it's a good one. Jack Lemmon was in it. Yep. It's a good movie. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So yesterday we learned the new word, chamillas, which was when you don't have a a, a, a choice in a dilemma, a chamella. Yeah, they're both bad choices. Mm-hmm. It's a chamella, a choice dilemma, mm-hmm. a chamella. Um, today I want you to know that it is... Um, this is kind of a cool thing. Blood banks in Sweden send a text manage, message to the blood donors when they're using their blood. And it oh, encourages them to come back. That's a good idea. Isn't that a great idea? That. Yes, that would make people, people feel... Like, they're useful. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of a cool thing. This is just kind of a Confucius say or a, a woo-woo moment. Do you, some Confidence. say Confucius and some people say Confucius. And I say Fufufucius. <laughs> this is a Juliocious. Confidence is silent. Insecurities are loud. It's kind of a good one, isn't it? I think so, too. Thank you. And for people who are out and about... We could, should just should we pause and think about that think again? About, repeat it again. Confidence is silent. Mm-hmm. Insecurities are loud. I'm thinking of people who are very loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can think of a couple. They're loud to cover up their insecurity. Very mm-hmm. loud. Very, Not even, very loud. Yeah. What okay. they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. When um, when do you think is the best time of the day? When are we in our best mood? You just asked us this last I week. I was running if you remembered it. I think 7 o'clock. 6 to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. All right. Just checking. That was a test. <laughs> that was a I'm test. I'm glad it passed. Yeah. All right. Phew. Okay. So, um... Do you guys, if someone said, I got good news for you and I got bad news for you, which one would you want to hear first? I always say, give me the good news. You do? Yeah. Mm. Why is that? Uh, Because then I can walk away if I don't feel like hearing (laughs) the bad news. (laughs) You didn't have a choice. choice. If they're both related (laughs) to you. Okay. All right. Does I say, give me the good news. You do say that first. Really? Give me the good news. I'm the opposite. I am too. I'd rather end on an up note than a down note. All right. I guess it depends. I don't know. 
you know, I've got good news for you and I got bad bad news. news. I'm always like, give me the bad news so we get out of the way and then give me the good news. All right, maybe that is what I say. I think I'm Nobody has presented me with this dilemma in a very long time. I'm going to do it right now. I've got good news for you, Lori, and I've got bad news. Which do you want first? Give me the good news. (laughs) (laughs) Because then she's going to walk away. Um, So a study came out that twice as many people would rather hear the good news first. Um, Look at that. uh Uh-huh. That means, no, I'm wrong. Oh, I read it wrong. Okay, good. I was going to okay, say. which is right. Oops. They want to hear the bad news first. Bad they want to hear the bad news first, and only 29% want to hear the good news first. Yeah. And so, and more women choose, give me the bad news first, mm-hmm. than men. Yeah. That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Oh, don't you hate when somebody says we need to talk? Oh, oh that's... How else to have that? How else do you do that? For, yeah. Tell me another way to say because sometimes you do need to talk. You need to talk. I you know, need to talk to your kids. Fear you need to talk to your heart. significant yeah. other. A, a, Donnie? A, a, a Has anything good ever followed those no, words? No, I'm telling you. We need to talk. You won the lottery. No, that doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, no. Well, no how do you, can you come over tonight? For dinner, I might have to talk to you about something. Or how oh. else do you say it? No, because the minute I've ever said that to my kids, mom, just tell me, just tell me, you know, I'll go crazy all day. Just tell me right now. Just tell me right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll go crazy. I'll go crazy. What is I it? I wonder where they got that from. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when when you. No, but that's like psychologically, like if somebody is doing that a lot or whatever, that's a that's a flag. If they're trying to plant a little anxiety by but saying... But who would ever do that? Well, I'm just saying somebody who doesn't have good intentions might say something off-putting in the morning to you to keep you on edge all day. I'm telling you right now, don't hang out. You know. Well, that up. would be so mean. Well, I know, but people... People are mean, Julia, in case I, you hadn't why? noticed. I'm wondering where you, I would, no one would what? do this. You would do this to me. No, I wouldn't do this to you. I'm talking about like someone like that maybe has, you know, a controlling person, stuff like that. But say like, when I come home tonight, we got to talk. Yes. I'm just, I've got, yeah, I've got to talk to that. you about I'm just something. saying that that is That's a flag so on somebody, but when a lot of times people don't show you their red flags you might recognize them later after therapy, but sometimes they're very, uh, people are very good at hiding all of that. And then they get you to really, really like them or even love them. And then they start doing these. Oh, that would, digs. I would have diarrhea oh, all day. That would just be horrible. But yeah, I don't know what else you say when, if you say to somebody, we need to talk. I mean, the few times Casey has said to me, oh, oh my gosh, it's so terrible. It eats mm. at your stomach. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all right, there. Well, if anyone has any lines, email them to us yeah. or something. A new way to say it. Um, how many how many cups of coffee do you drink? I've got to show you something later on. Mm-hmm. That's, That's better. Different. Yeah, and then you have the, 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 the cardboard sign. I break up with you. <laughs> Take to the window. <laughs> we need to talk. Do you have time later? Yeah. I'm going to show you something. Time? I want to stop by your house and chat about something. <laughs> Chatting sounds less... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Angry is talking. Yeah. I got something I want to chat about you with you later. No, it's the. It's is it still, still the same? Yeah, it's, it's still, still the same. Piercing, like in, in trouble. Unless you you can preface and say you're not in trouble, but I just want to run something by past you. you. How about that? Run. Some- That's better. That's better. Yeah. And I'm breaking up know. with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> it could I'm be just good news. Could, it's not something. bad news or anything. But Do you want the bad said, news or the good news yeah, first? Yeah, go right back to that. It's all coming full circle. All right, how many cups of coffee a day, Lori? Four. You're four? Yeah. Donnie? One. And you drink it here? That's it. It's the only one I have all day. Oh. It is. You're so controlled. You're so controlled. You are the most anal person we know. That's got nothing to do with being anal. If I drink it at night, it'll keep me up. Okay, but why but would you only have one? one. I just don't, the second doesn't taste as good. Oh, boy. I think it tastes even better. No wonder why your cream runs out so fast. What? Everyone uses it because know, we're worried about me. it expiring. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just bought this thing. We're worried about the expiration date. Okay, so on average people, um, 2.5. I'm probably a four-cupper, and I have one here. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and um, they say that it is coffee can help you lose weight. Go uh-huh. figure that one out together someday. I know, Larry, uh-huh. anything with weight loss or okay. diets or food. Okay, are you into any of these drinks? The White Claw, the Bon Vive, or Trulies? Do you like any of those like alcohol salsers? No, I can't stand them. I thought I liked them. They're hor- They're not good. They have an ast- aftertaste. Yes. Well, the sales on those spiked seltzers is gone through. It reminds the me of Zima it back does. in the day Zima. when that came out. Yeah. It, these seltzery. They give you gas. They get make you burp. They're not that well, good. Like you beer. can't get buzzed. I mean, forget it. Forget it. They're <laughs> they're just really. I decided because I like. My I don't f- like them. They remind me of Zimas, and I think they will go the way of Zimas. Let's bring. You're no. better off making your own wine. You know, spritzer, spritzer or just a light drink. Yeah. Yeah, I, I the sales are up through the roof, and I'll tell you why. The skinny can't. People like sipping out of little cans, tall, skinny cans. You know who the makes one? The big beer cans and the big beer bottles. Budweiser nobody... makes Budweiser Orange is a skinny, skinny can. can. I know. Mm. I bought some last weekend. Because it's a cute, skinny can. I like the taste, but I did not like what it did to my stomach the next day. Is it so, bubbly? Huh? Yeah, it's bubbly and food coloring. Really? So, so it is an orange beer. It looks orange. I've never had it. Uh, I have them in my fridge. I mean, I've never it's had it's like a watermelon Rita or a lime Rita, right. kind of like that. But it, it does taste good. But I think it's like maybe like good, like as a just like maybe one. You Not know? 17. You don't buy a 12 pack and go to town. Uh, yeah, no, I only had like three of them. But I mean, it was, I think I should have just had one and okay. then had two good old Miller Lights. Right. Okay. Good to know. Well, yeah. Carbonated food coloring in your beer just might play havoc in your <laughs> Gut stomach. Rot. Yeah, if your stomach is older than your body, which for me, my stomach what? and my feet are older than my body. It is. Because yeah. she's got All great right. bone density, yeah, Donnie. Keep up. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> I love the math on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. the colors, baby doll, when it comes to a lover. I promise that you'll never find another like me. Good thing. Yeah. I do too. Thanks yeah, she for says it's us. awesomely motivating to see where it went. Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. Thank you. 
I know. I really you got good to blood. Die. I'm I can't a universal give blood. blood donor. Why can't she, you give blood? Me, I faint, and I my veins oh. are too. So it's it's an issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I my veins are so tiny. It's too much. I did it in college for money. Yeah, and I would faint. Yeah, outside of the Fond du Lac. Um, oh yeah, right casino, down on right, Superior Street. And I would I get out of there, and you know you get extra money if they uh-huh. poked you twice. Yeah. I mean that sounds so gross, but I was no. so broke. No, I know. Um, but hey, I many a college student here I can't and there give it, has done it, sold their blood. But oh, so yeah. many people can do it, and you do have the good stuff. Universal, Lorene. Yeah, I'm universal also. Are yeah. You, hello. Yeah, you want to be like I guess stranded with us somewhere if you need blood. Well, so we can help donors. save your life. How are we going to do it if you don't donate? Well, I don't know, Julia. <laughs> you okay. could just look at us and say, "I've got the blood you need." Yeah, right. Too bad you can't get it. Okay, so uh, Julianne Moore has been making the rounds this week promoting this movie that her husband directed her, and and she, her husband is hot. Oh. His name is Bart Freundlich or something oh, yeah. like that. Fre- Freundlich or something yeah. like that. After the wedding, it's called Freundlich. Uh huh. It's called After the Wedding, and um, she's in it. Her husband directed it. Michelle Williams is exceptional. They're saying like this could be Oscar nomination for her because she's so brilliant. And Michelle Williams stopped by Seth Meyers yes, last she night. Did. Honestly, she's- she looks like a a living doll. She's so she's cute. so ethereal looking or something and her hair was in this cute little bob that's how i'm trying to grow my hair out all along the bang long and the bob long yeah oh god don't even say it don't. <laughs> i don't know yeah. i wow no i like you with your longer hair no no that's too um i think it's so cute it's so square all right fine yeah no. we digress. you can do better Okay. okay but wait a minute did he ask her about why her marriage only lasted three months no Damn. They did not, but they did talk before they got to the movie. They did talk about, you know, Fosse Verdon because she, she was, was amazing in that. Phenomenal yeah. in that. And she is nominated, and I think it's her first Emmy. So here we go. This is such a great uh, show, Fosse Verdon. Obviously, you are a huge fan of musical theater. I would imagine that was one of the things that drew you to this project in the first place. I'm always looking for an excuse to sing and dance. And yeah. I, it's not necessarily something that I excel at, but it's something I personally really enjoy. So whenever I can find a way to just sort of slip it into the acting and try and get away with it, I do. And this, had, uh, this really has uh, uh, both halves of that because there's a lot of singing and dancing, but it is a, a performance that is rooted in acting. And, and this is a character that I think, you know, uh, a lot of people knew Fosse, less people knew Verdon. And so this show is very entertaining, but it's also a nice education to a person that had such a big role in musical theater over the years. Yeah. What, what dance did you take as a kid? Um, I took tap dance as a kid. Gotcha. Yeah, I took a lot of tap dance as a kid. And then in one episode, in the seventh episode, it, it came in handy and they threw me a few tap steps and I got to call my mom and say, it was all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but there had been a long gap from the, your last day of tap to uh, this project? 25 years. 25 years. Yeah, but it was still in there. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. And that I do is. remember that scene. She was just she so was, delicious. I want her so to win. She was so great. No, I she, did too. She did say she would be taking her mm-hmm. date, Busy Phillips, and Seth Meyers pointed out, she might not be your good luck charm. <laughs> oh, that's funny, because her show got canceled. Just as she's never won any time. Right. she's and got, what did yeah, she say? She just started laughing. That's yeah. hysterical. Was, so I kind of felt like maybe those two might know each other a little bit. Here's uh, Michelle um, Williams, the actress, talking about Lin-Manuel Miranda. And then also uh, uh, Tommy Kale, who directed Hamilton, and Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda, they both produced this. Were you as, is it safe to say you were as, as big of a Hamilton fan as everyone else? 
Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Who isn't? Yeah. No, I, I uh, when I first met Lynn, I sat next to him at an awards thing and I screamed when I saw him, when I sat down next to him, but I thought it was going to be my only chance to ever, ever interact with him. And I had to make sure that I came back with a lot of things for the children in my life. <laughs> um, and so he like talked into the phone and he said, happy birthday. And then he made a video and we went into a special place and we took some pictures together. Oh my God. Because I thought so it was like going to be like a one and done. Yeah. So yeah. I abducted him. Um, but he was very good humored about it. And, uh, but then when I realized that we were going to be working together, I had to calm down. Yeah. Well, you, you realize, you're like, wow, I really, uh, I could have uh, paced all this stuff over the course of months. Yeah, and not, not scared him. <laughs> I like when you said you took him to a special place, because that sounds I like a we van. we need to go yeah. somewhere quiet. <laughs> <laughs> And he's one of the producers of this movie after the mm-hmm. wedding, which here's the premise, because the next cut is yeah. kind of it has to do it's with remake. India. Mm-hmm. A woman dedicates her life to helping street children in India. And when the orphanage she leads may be closed, she gets this offer. A businesswoman will give her four million dollars with conditions. She must return to the U.S. and take part in the wedding of the woman's daughter. Um and the event is a crucial meeting of past and future, throwing her into the most intense dilemma of uh, her life. After yeah, it's it's getting very mixed reviews. It is. Oh, yeah. is it? Like oh. low. Low. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, and they reversed the roles of the original Danish. It was male leads. Yeah. So yeah. they changed it to female well, leads. Well, we wouldn't know who's seen the Danish one. Oh, you've got Mads Mikkelsen, who you like, was oh. in the original. Oh, he really? was? Yeah, he I was. do like well, it was him, 2006, Donnie. so this mm. is a recent remake. Okay, well, let's play the next one okay, where yeah. uh, Michelle Williams talks about visiting India with her daughter, who is, of course, Heath, Heath Ledger's Ledger. daughter. It's a very serious film. It's a very beautiful film. And uh, your, your character... Um, uh, is coming in from India, and you uh, shot in India. Had you been in India before? Uh, interestingly, I had. I took my daughter there when um, she was two and a half. Wow. She still actually had recollections of it. Um, uh, so it's a place that I've always been interested in, and I really wanted to experience, and I wanted her to experience, and then we got to go back again, this time in business class. And um, <laughs> which Do you recommend that? I recommend. Of the two? It actually yeah. changes the whole experience, <laughs> yeah. because you don't... Well, yeah, well, you know, you don't show up as grumpy. Yes, and do you, uh, what is your, uh, if you had a, a main takeaway of your time in India uh, based on the having two trips now? Honestly? Yeah. The thing that I felt like when we, when we left was if we can't be happy here in this country with all of our advantages and our clean water and our uh, soft beds and uh, the roofs over our heads, what hope does the rest of the world have? The, ba- the poverty that you see there is truly baffling. Um, and you come back home and you realize we're so lucky to have the problems that we do think we do. Yeah, it must be nice to have perspective like that. That's so true when you hear people go to Africa or India or some of these other countries. Can you imagine taking your kid to India when they're two and a half? I feel like that's a lot of shots. Yep. And uh, that seems like a lot of things that, but you know, she's traveling in another, even though she made her joke about business class. It's to me, you know, that just seems like a, like a, like a a thing, a a red flag that mom would go, I'm going to wait, you know, until my kid is older, blah, blah, blah. She's you know, delightful. She is delightful. Unfortunately, the movie is getting uh, oh, nothing. Well, here's what's unfortunate is I'm looking at like the openings this week because we've been seeing a lot of um, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, for the kitchen? Yes. That, the kitchen, is getting 17%. Oh, dear. And we're talking, you know, oh, no. 30 oh. people on that one. This one. Um, Roger Fried- uh, Friedman from Showbiz 411 really liked After the Wedding. 
Okay, well, it's, I mean, just, on, it's yeah. 40%. Okay, but I'm just saying. The, pal- the Peanut Butter Falcon is still at 100%. Yeah, okay, so that might be mm-hmm. the one. And then the one that's bummed. How about Michelle Williams? Why can't Jake Gyllenhaal break up with his little younger model, French, French lady, and date uh, Michelle Williams? Because there is must that, be a reason. They know each other because of Heath. It's too close. They're I think friends. So. All right. And I'm just they saying. They were in Brokeback Mountain together and know, she knows I each know. other. I don't, I, I, I don't maybe know. you don't think of it. I really am curious what happened to her wedding because she got married and divorced in two weeks. Basically, I thought it was three months. Well, I yeah, made that up. I mean, yeah, it was pretty that quick. I'm gonna, quick. you know, and it was. Um, I think it was her only wedding. Yeah, it know? was. It was pretty quick. Remember when, when she dated the the guy from? Oh, oh yeah, Seth J- Jason. Rogan. No, the tall Jason Segel. Yeah, yeah, the guy from you know, that one movie, Sarah Marshall. Forgetting yes. Sarah Marshall. She dated him. Yes. yes. She's had real interesting, like, she doesn't have, like, just a certain type of a guy. she doesn't. But I do wonder what happened. Maybe Phil Elverin was the husband. He's a singer. And he he had a daughter, and they married last summer. Okay. And quietly, last summer. Which means they didn't sell it to People Magazine. Nope. And then they they separated in January. That's fast. I wonder how old. I wonder if the kids didn't get along. He has. He had a three-year-old daughter from his first marriage, and she had twelve-year-old Matilda's twelve years old. Hmm. Um, and here's her quote when she was just meeting him and got married. I told Matilda, "Never give up on love. Your dad loved me before anybody thought I was talented or pretty or had nice clothes." She. Re- hmm. That's very nice. All right. Yeah. Too bad. That's. Do you, you wonder. I, you do wonder. Come on. Yeah, you wonder if there was like uh, some kind, like he wasn't honest about money. Okay, let's go through. Like our he lied about money, <laughs> right, to her, and you know she, he didn't tell her. And they both had tragic losses. His wife died right, suddenly. Right. Um. You know her and Keith, left him with. But the, she was already broken up with Heath Ledger when he died. Yeah. But yeah, his wife was an illustrator and musician, Guinevere Castari. She had cancer 18 months after welcoming welcoming their daughter. Jeez, that's Ooh. tragic. And then, so if you think about it, their daughter was only three when they got married. That wasn't a lot of downtime on his part. Correct? Correct. Do you see yeah. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, Julia. You there, get were a lot, there were red flags people, in retrospect now. We can see them. We can see them. But people need to give them time to get over. Oh, my gosh. Over their loves. Yes, it, absolutely. It takes time, and you got to honor it. And you don't want to, because you just want to move on. Right, you do. I mean, but that that's that's why people hastily get, into get remarried well, we met- or something like that, because then you're like, oh, then I won't have to feel this. Yeah, you, you know? got to feel. You got to feel, Pippa. Okay, and uh, thank you, Donnie, for posting the BH90210. They, re- they did the, redid the opening credits. How excited are you for the show tonight? Well, I kind of am excited because I'm it, curious. And it's on Fox, right? Yeah, I'm curious because the 90210 actors are playing heightened versions of their off-camera selves complete with fictionalized personal life. So it's like a mockumentary. So give me an example of of what Tori Spelling's character, based on what you just said, would be acting like. Well, who who knows? I mean, they're probably, she's probably going to, like, we're going to see all of her kids. We're probably going to see Dean. Oh, I'm not watching it. I'm out. uh, Vanessa (laughs) Lachey is playing Jason Priestley's (laughs) wife. Denise Richards is playing herself. Lala Anthony is um, 
is uh, uh, what's his name? Brian Austin Green's wife. So like a waiting for Guffman kind of a thing. So it's like they're spoofing themselves. I think you should watch it, Julia. I never liked. I never watched the first one. I know, but just like, I finished that Goliath. Oh my gosh! Talk about watching two seasons in thirty six hours. I was obsessed. Yeah, and that second season two of that show, people, it's on Amazon Prime. I, unbelievable acting, unbelievable True. story. Yeah. Oh, I was just upset. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yes, I'm so glad it's over. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Yeah, I was eating up, you know, <laughs> well, you had no really. time I went to, to golf anything. and then I went over, I just watched it immediately and got up early again. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Someone, um, it was a no-show for an Australian TV taping show. And the reason why? She was resting up. We'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, (laughs) Lindsay Lohan was a no-show for her scheduled guest appearance down under on a show called Have You Been Paying Attention? No, no, that's the name of the show. Apparently I haven't. (laughs) A spokesperson explained Lindsay's absence by saying, well, she was resting up for her judging role on the Masked Singer Australia. Mm -hmm. But the problem was while she was resting up, she confused everyone by posting an Insta story on a luxury yacht, despite supposedly being in her Sydney hotel room, resting up. That's probably really hard to explain. Had to stay home and rinse my hair tonight. (laughs) I know it. I really think it's funny because she's just so... Unfortunately, Lindsay is no longer able to appear on... Have you been paying attention? Okay, listen. If you have to do press for the mass singer down under or get invited out on a yacht on a weekend, Mm -hmm. uh, the yacht is going to Have you been paying attention was a game show, maybe. Oh, she didn't want to play. She hasn't been paying attention. She hasn't. No. I've been waiting for you to Uh, do something with that. She's not paying any attention. You're not paying attention right now because you would have got on that one way sooner, Missy. That took me a minute, didn't it? It really did. Jennifer uh, Coolidge, uh, who, of course, in the movie Clueless, showed everyone how to do the snap and bend. But it wasn't Clueless. It was or not Clueless. Um, Legally, Legally Blonde, Blonde. Excuse me. The bend and the snap. snap and bend. She um, on the beauty parlor. Yes, but um, just to, I think I always think of that as her most well known. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, she was doing doing it, giving an interview to Metro Magazine. They asked her about the time where she. Uh, played um, the irritating ex-friend of Monica and Phoebe in the 10th season and um, who had a very affected British accent having relocated to England in the 90s. She's funny. She's so so funny. funny. And what she remembered is one of Friends uh, prized one-off characters is that she said uh, it was a pretty serious set that was a little rigid and the producers wanted no input from her on how to play her part. It was a guest 
starring role. You read the role, you read what it says. You don't get to change it. Well, here's what she she was asked about right. it. She said, "I have to say, I was kind of intimidated because they were all so attractive and had it going on. It was a very glamorous set. It didn't feel like a sitcom. It really did felt like a movie set. Everyone had a very good looking entourage, and it was very." Serious. The directors, I could really feel that. Because, you know, she's good at improv. She's hysterical. And so she might have thought that's why they hired her, is kind of what I'm guessing, because she uh, is... Ah, yeah, maybe go off script a little. A little bit, because own, she yeah. was, you know... She, she, she was, said everyone was friendly, but I, she left thinking, I'm just going to do my little part and just stay in my dressing room. The <laughs> vibe wasn't friendly. Mm. You but know? she was friends with Jennifer Aniston. Well, yeah, they yeah. Hang out, or I'm, I'm getting her mixed up with Kathy and Jiminy. Yeah, you are getting I am. her. I totally am mixed up. I yeah. am. No, she wasn't friends with her. She just said it was her breakthrough role. Getting that little bit part helped her, um, you know, get more doors open for her because she did. You know, she was funny. She could take a one little right. bit part. She and, was on Joey then that started, you know, yes. the year it ended. And she was Bobby Morgenstein, his agent. Yeah. Um, Julia. Yeah, it I felt gotta, a little complainy to me, Laura. Oh, not if you read the whole thing. Maybe I did. You did? All mm-hmm. right. I didn't think it was. How about this one? Um, Fan Bing Bing. Remember, she was the, the big biggest box office star in China. The one who got the... She got... Uh, Big trouble. We she got disappeared by the Chinese government for like six months. The tax kind of kind yeah, of yeah. okay. So um, she paid a seventy million dollar fine. Jeez. She disappeared, and she was at a Chinese resort prison. Whatever that is, the Communist Party isn't gonna tell us what they're doing. <laughs> wow, to detain and torture one I'm of their most to... famous and popular citizens. But here's what she said to the uh, New York Fan Times. Bing Bing Fan Bing Bing. Mm. This is a quote. She said it about the whole experience. And she said, it has made me calm down and think seriously about what I want to do in my future life. Which to me, people say that kind of thing after like a near death experience in an automobile accident or something like that. Like this seems like it was a dramatic experience. In she's her life. trying to get out of China. Is yeah. what I I am. She's taking blinking that. twice. She is. She's uh, fan blink blink. I don't think the prison was really that much of a resort. No, no, Maybe I don't either, Don. Yeah, to. no, I don't so either. So basically, it was a life altering event, and I'm trying to figure out how to get over the worst experience of my life. Mm, yeah. Well, that wasn't a good. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that. Uh, you know, there are regrets, pain, and for I mean, I think she is just she would love to get out of there. She's towing the line, trying to figure out her out card. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Yuck. that sounds okay. that just sounds horrible. Why it was tax invasion, and then they punished the crap out of her, they threw yeah. in the pokey, yeah, the bad one. Yeah. Okay, okay, uh, is Gigi Hadid famous enough where she doesn't have to date bachelorette Kassoffs? Is that weird branding to you? Okay, so if every, gosh, does everyone, do we have to think about this with everyone? Why can't they just be attacked, attracted to each other? Well, I just am wondering that because I he went from, 
spending the night with his former bachelorette lady. Then he immediately goes on two big dates across country with Gigi Hadid and Hannah today posted, uh, you know, truth hurts. I'll never be your side chick. The Lizzo thing like that was a slap at him. And I just I mean, I know the argument Gigi can date whoever she wants. It's not about fame for her. But I just thought, I don't know, it just seems like weird a little bit if I think about it. I mean, I mean, why would you want to be the bachelor when you're dating Gigi Hadid? I get that from him, but I'm just like, you know, I'm so lost. In I think what she you're could thinking. have anybody she oh, wanted. Gigi Hadid. Yes, of course she could. I, you know, he's but hot, fake though. gossip is having a crossover in with real gossip, and now I just don't know what I should do with all of this. Tyler is really enjoying his newfound fame. I will Tyler's say that. Tyler's the best time. Huh? I just have fun. I, I don't know if... Lori, I couldn't pick her out in a lineup. I can Gigi pick her, Hadid? I can pick her sister out, the one that dated The weekend because she's got more dramatic dark hair and yeah. she looks older. Bella, yeah. Bella looks old. Mm-hmm. Bella, this girl, she looks like a young Denise Richards to me. Yeah. A little bit with her green eyes. But yeah. I wouldn't be able to pick her out in a in lineup. In a lineup? Okay. No. All right, fine. Jessica Alba wants to... But I'm just going to say, maybe she doesn't want to date a rock star. Maybe she doesn't want to date someone who's got more popularity than her. Maybe she doesn't want to go down the rabbit hole of who everyone's supposed to date. She's falling into Tyler's dimples and she can't get up. She She loves The the Bachelorette. And she thought, if you're not going to take him, I am. I got to get in there. I got to get in on that action. He was hot. He is hot. She slid into his DMs. Okay. That's how that one worked. All right. I like it, Julia. Mm -hmm. And he got right on a plane and flew to New York. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I'll be there. I'm on my way.